welcome back to the Wife So Serious Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. Uh, Mike cannot be with us today. Devin's here, but Mike cannot be with us today. So we had to make it up to getting some of our uh, most fun and best guests we've had in the past. So we have Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey, Steph. Hey. We have Old Man Wade from the Old Man Wade Podcast. What's up, man? I will leave you armless and legless, going down the going down the street like a turd in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And we got Rich Fan from the PW Torch Deep Dive. What's up, Rich? Not much. Happy to be here. So uh, we got a, a full house today. We got a few topics to talk about. Some things that happened this past week. Uh, but before we get started, um, we'll talk about uh, what we did nerdy this past week. So. We'll start with the least nerdy of us, Stephanie. What you? <laughs> what have you done nerdy in the past week or so? So you know that I haven't done nothing. No, I'm kidding. I started <laughs> Daredevil. I think I started episode one, and I'm like, mm, of season I need... one. No, of season three. Oh, 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 oh okay. Season okay, three. Okay. Um, because one, I forgot that it came out. I'm like, oh, that's right, it is on, isn't it? Was, was it Friday? It came out on oh, this past Friday. Friday. Yeah, it yeah. came out this past Friday. So, has anybody um, watched it? To... I have I not. Did. I watched it. I have to. I gotta, you so, know, you watched knowledge. it, Rich. I did. I enjoyed it. Okay. Oh man, so, wait, did you watch it? You enjoyed it? I love the hell out of it, man. I thought I Daredevil continues to be the most consistent of any Marvel show, and. While there was a couple of things I didn't like about it, I was completely blown away in the fact that I couldn't keep my eyes open. Okay, so wow. that makes me feel better because I didn't see a lot of people talking about it, so I got nervous. Yeah, that's I true. Think people, I think people were just in awe of it, to be honest with you. Because you know what happens, I've noticed, when you get a show like uh, Luke Cage or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. you'll find people like picking and choosing things that they do and, that they do and don't like. Mm-hmm. But when someone's really paying attention to the show you don't really hear a lot of people talking about it because there's not, like, what do you tweet when something's really that good? You don't want to live tweet it because you feel like you're going to miss something. You don't really want to have conversations on it because you see something that's so good that you don't want to spoil it for the next person. So I think it's just, some, I think it's just one, of the, one of the few things that people actually sit, sat and watched. Because I know mm-hmm. when, I was watch, when I was watching it, I wasn't just watching it because I knew I had to recap it later. I was watching it because Daredevil, that season was just that good. Yeah, but, but okay. I, I definitely I understand, understand that because yeah. like Agents of Shield, I just tell people you have to watch it. Like jump in in season three and just go, and it's amazing. Like it's a it's an enveloping thing, and I don't really feel like you got to. There's not much to say about it other than it's fucking spectacular. Anything else, Steph? Well, I mean, I get I get what you're saying because I didn't see a lot of people talking about Voltron either, and I Woo! love that show. Woo! So I can see that, but I think that's it. Only nerdy stuff I've done. Dragon Prince. Dragon. Oh wait, I. You know what? That was an other nerdy thing. I revisited X Men to see if I would love the new one that's going to be coming out. I'm not. Oh, excuse me. X Men what? Oh boy. So Days of Future Past and Apocalypse, and I'm like, oh no. You wasted your weekend. Oh. Yeah, I was like, let me try this again. Let me see if Phoenix is going to be good. Hold and then on. I watched Apocalypse and I went, oh, this is such a waste of a character. You watched Apocalypse? Oh, man. Oh, hold on. I oh, the man. movies to go see that. I was super excited. Oh. Because I remember him. See, my thoughts about X-Men is the cartoon. 
Yes. yes. In the cartoon, Apocalypse was like a badass. So I was excited. I'm like, oh, he's going to be bad. He's going to be great. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? Yes. Apocalypse. Extremely- yes. Mm-hmm. I don't, that was Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movies. In that yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. That's basically what they turned him into. <laughs> so, I mean, fair. That, fair. Yeah. Okay. See, I thought we were bad because we're going to watch. Because um, um, Charmaine for the Militantly Mixed Podcast wants us to watch that Green Lantern film and review it on the Ooh. show. I want to watch Green Lantern. <laughs> um, I'm here for that. I did not entirely hate Green Lantern. Okay. Oh, Is Lord. it because Ryan Reynolds? Oh, it was Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry. The villain was complete trash, but I think it was because it was Ryan. And mind you, it took me a long time to watch Deadpool. Steph is trying to uh, ruin our reputation minute by minute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's not Um, not easy, though. Oh, man, Wade, what you done nerdy in the past week or so? Yeah, I don't do nothing but nerdy shit. (laughs) What you been reading? Um, I've actually gone back and reread some. I'm actually getting into um, DC New 52. I... um, Missed a lot of DC stuff being a Marvel guy most of my like life. So when um, whenever Comicsology pops up at a sale, I grab some stuff and I grabbed uh, Justice League a few um, trades of uh, Justice League New Fifty Two. I'm going back and rereading New Fifty Two um, Batman, and I'm going back and reading New Fifty Two uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Okay, you been watching uh, any of the shows that started? Um. Get I don't have it. the DC um, online app yet because the way my checking and savings works, it's not feasible. <laughs> I'll talk about that when it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Have you watched The Gifted or The Flash or Arrow? Any of those? Nah. Okay. I I could I couldn't get into Flash. I couldn't get into Arrow. Gifted. I tried not to be that guy when you're like, oh, there's nothing like the comic books, but the fact that the Fenris twins aren't like evil Nazis kind of annoys me. I, oh, the Strucker I, twins. The no, Strucker twins. Thank yeah. you. Um, I just, I just can't get into it. I don't even like Legion. Oh, see, I, don't know. I loved Legion. I like. I feel like I need to get high and watch it, but I'm not. Not. A oh, I, yeah, oh can, getting high and watching Legion watch is probably it. awesome. <laughs> That's probably All awesome. Right. All right. You gotta watch it twice. I have to watch every Legion episode twice. And like, did, am I tripping right now, or did I see what I saw? But yeah, I mean, at least it's, it's good. It's really good. And I love me some Aubrey Plaza, so I, I'll get into it eventually. Uh, Rich, what about you? Oh, gosh. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, well, I... Okay, so this this to tie in with the previous talk about Daredevil. I have been watched, because I didn't binge watch it over a day. I watched it over the weekend, but I also read while watching the the second half of them uh the latest run of Daredevil okay okay on my Marvel Unlimited app because I was like wait I forgot this does this actually happen so I'm like looking and doing like reference checks okay. in the Marvel Unlimited app while I'm watching because I was trying to place names with things and times with That's some nerdy shit though yeah and then and then I yeah, and then I spiraled into a well. He was in San Francisco, and he I think he was in San Francisco the same time that Venom. But no, never mind. My head hurts. I'm going back to the, and so 
Venom. Quick sidebar: How did you feel about Venom, uh, Rich or uh, Old Man Wade? Did you guys see it, and what did you think about it? Oh, I, I don't know if we have enough time for me to get into all my feelings <laughs> on the way you guys talked about talked about that because I'm literally yelling. I'm playing. I'm playing NBA 2K. My wife's doing homework, and I'm listening to the show, and I'm yelling. At, I'm going. I'm yelling at you guys. Going no, 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 no. <laughs> And like she's she works in the medical field, so she's explaining like how some of the stuff goes down. I'm like, I, like, I gotta pause this. I, I I can't. I like Venom. Was it a good movie? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like going back and watching um Tango and Cash or like Demo- <laughs> or Demolition. Sir. Cash. Sir. It's one of those movies where you gotta like you just go in, you watch it, and like you enjoy it. Tom Hardy was Tom Hardy playing like slapstick comedy <laughs> yeah he was hammered it up <laughs> he was down syndrome eddie brock yeah, yeah. wow He's a, i don't know a lot of things but i know what a symbiote is that's exactly what he said <laughs> there's a lot of flaws in it then the, that the, the last cgi fight scene was garbage but it was it was enjoyable like it was fun it was what it was I I think I will agree that overall the movie was a three, but I, I, I will say that uh, the critics were a bit hard. You guys were a bit harsh on um, my man the symbiote. <laughs> he but, is I and I am him. When the when the symbiote got on fucking old girl on uh, Michelle uh, Williams, what was that about? Like we don't. What talking about, sir? Okay, <laughs> all right. I just just wanted to make sure. Uh, no um, idea, sir. Um. The symbiote magically teleported back in the, um, Tom Hardy, and there was no awkward kiss or <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. I so, agree. Why, why, did, why did the symbiote give her like breast augmentation surgery? <laughs> yes. Uh, I plead the physio. <laughs> I love that y'all talk about this. I still haven't seen this movie, and oh. by the way that you guys talk about it, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't. Stephanie, forty-two dollars. Yeah, I spent forty-two dollars. But it was Yo, about the company, though. It wasn't Steph- about the film. This is true. Stephanie, I will Venmo you twenty dollars to go see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then live tweet it. And live tweet it. I mean, it was funny. Like, I don't know if it was supposed to be as funny as I thought it was supposed to be funny, as I laughed at it, but it was funny. Yo, um, my wife said the funny shit ever. She goes, um, the venom the, the venom suit reminded her of um Stitch. <laughs> Oh, it does! It does! Oh gosh! Oh, Yo, oh, oh. that is good. Ohana is means good. family. Where <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm from, I'm a bit of a loser myself. Um, oh. the fact that it was Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy in a Tom Hardy vehicle was amazing to me. <laughs> I was like, why did you just sit this man down and give him all the drugs and let him do his own voice for the symbiote? You couldn't have hired, like, Phil Lamar, giving him some work? Oh, man, that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. The black actors. Um, Rich, can you... Um, I know you and Travis been reading uh, Infinity Wars. Can you give us an update on that? How's that going? Oh, it's wild. Everybody's been mixed together, and so the soul gem is, like, eating. It's feasting, and... Uh, the big thing is all the characters that they've, in fact, while you're talking, I could have said while we're talking here, I have uh, uh, the Sorcerer, uh, what is it, the Captain America, uh, Doctor Strange combined, yeah, Soldier Supreme, 
Oh. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so it's set up when what she did was instead of doing the finger snap and killing half the world, she merged half the world. So like the soul so you have like Doc Strange and uh Steve mixed okay. together. So now you have set up in World War Two all this sorcery stuff tied in and then he's the super soldier that made it because of a spell that was passed on him by the wizard that was also the key like Nazi researcher that they pulled out and put in the United States. So it's like, it's wild. And so you have like all these people you recognize and they're in these different roles. And my favorite is the fact that. Huh? Hmm? I thought it was Juggernaut the Duck. Juggernaut the Duck. Oh, wow. That, yeah. I I like the fact that Gamora is the one that's like got Thanos on his shoulder. Like, yeah. You um you did it, but you still killed half the people like I did. And he's constantly just in her grill as like ghost dad, but without the creepiness of being <laughs> Bill Cosby. I mean, I give Bill Cosby. I mean, I give Bill Cosby <laughs> I mean, films Bill Cosby. the pass. The pass, not Bill Cosby. The films. I will always love Ghost Dad for the being awful, but making me feel it was awful, but I still felt. In that movie, <laughs> <laughs> I um I got all those in my comments, Algie. I need to read, but um I know you. I'm yeah, they're listening. good. They're yeah. really good, and it's funny to me because um all of the stuff going on with like the base Marvel stuff in terms of like the universe and the gems, it's one thing. But reading the stories, the universes that she created for them, it's like you know fantasy writing one hundred and one, and it's just fun for me to read. It's like, oh wow, so that would be, oh crap, so yeah, not Hitler. Would. It's kind of like when if you, if you ever read, uh, uh, what's the book with the Nazis having mechs, um, or oh, Super Uber, Uber, where they oh, have yeah, uh, Uber, yeah, yeah. So it's basically like Uber, but Steve Rogers is the lone person we created that could like go up against them, and it's it's wild. That's dope, and that's just one story. You still got a rack night. You got, uh, right. yeah. Juggernaut the Duck. Or my favorite, as I mentioned on the East Coast cast, was, you know, you have Hulk and Ant-Man mixed together. And so he's still (laughs) the Incredible Hulk, but he's three inches tall. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds awesome. I got to read And they did it like a camera angle with the panel. So you see Hulk and he's like, I will not go with you. And then they zoom out and everyone's like towering over this little tiny dude. And they're like, all right, let's split him up and be gone. (laughs) Uh, Devin, what about you? Um, I did my anime stuff. Uh, Attack on Titan uh, was good this week. Um, I got into, I finished Black Clover. Black Clover is really good. It just went on its season uh, end. And Hero Academia is on its hero, uh, on its end. And then um, I watched, uh, what did I do? What else did I do? Oh, I caught up on The Gifted. I watched it again because I love it. Um, and I read, a, I read like two episodes, uh, two issues of Devil Dinosaur, Devil, I mean, Moon oh, Girl and Devil there. Dinosaur, and, um, that's it. So, uh, I was sick last week, so I left, I didn't go to work on Monday or Friday, and, um, I watched Luke Cage. Uh, oh, you finished? You finished? Yeah, I finished Luke Cage, and it was better than the first season to me. Um... I watched Iron Fist season two, and that's actually really good. Most of Iron Fist, I'm not done yet. 
but I watched the first six episodes. That was good. Um, I watched The Gifted, which we still need to do our reviews on because I love that fucking show. It was really I enjoyed it a lot. Um, the Flash has actually been pretty good so far this season. First couple I didn't episodes. Like last episode. I didn't really. I didn't watch episode three yet. Uh, okay. But the first episodes, I I, I enjoy. Uh, Arrow is on the is is good. It's, it's good. What about Supergirl? <coughs> Supergirl's good. They're really hitting. They're really hitting you over the head with the social justice shit this uh, season. But I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, Kara had to learn that lesson. She oh, had yeah. to learn that lesson. Kara had to learn that. Fit, she was at fifty three percent, big time. And John <laughs> had to sit her ass down and be like, uh, "You are a blonde haired blue eyed white woman." All right, you ain't like the rest of us. And then last Excuse ep- me, sir. On Krypton, our lattes come with bacon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then the next episode, James is uh, so it's, uh, they have a, a transgender woman, uh, Nia, who's working at Catco, and she's like, James, you need to write an editorial about like how racist these people are and how bigoted these people are. And he's like, oh, I can't do that. I got to say both sides. And she was like, Listen. When people are just fucked up and bigoted and against marginalized people, you can't play both sides. Like, the truth is bigger than both sides. And I was like, look at this shit. I don't know who's writing Supergirl, but somebody's writing the shit out of this show. So I really enjoy Supergirl. Um, I watched the first two episodes of Titans. And oh. Dish, let's go. Get into it. I watched the first episode of Titans, and I will say... Um, as a show, as a story, it's not horrible. I can kind of get where the story's going. As as a person whose favorite superhero is Dick Grayson, I want to throw this show in the dumpster because <laughs> I don't. Favorite? Yeah, Nightwing is everything. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who this Dick Grayson is. I don't. I've never seen him before. Like he doesn't exist in my world. Like I watched, I read, I played both of those Injustice games, and even in Injustice, Dick Grayson was still Dick Grayson. So I don't know who this Dick Grayson is, but this Dick Grayson is like shooting bat grapples through people's bodies and fucking them up, knocking their teeth out, curb stomping them. God like, damn. Yeah, this is Jason Castle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know. No. A buddy of mine had to call um he calls uh, Red Hood Ninja Punisher. And... <laughs> yeah, he's Robin Punisher. That's essentially who he is. And he's fucking people up. And then they got Hawk and Dove on there. <clears throat> and Hawk is like total military, like dude bro fuckboy. Just like Robin shows up to talk to Dove and Hawk Hawk is like, What the fuck are you doing here, motherfucker? Like, don't talk to my bitch, like that type of shit. And Whoa. they full on fucking cut bitch and shit and all cuss words, all of that. So like your superheroes are like cussing people out and it's it's wild to watch. But I mean, I like Raven. I think she's cool. I'm interested in the Starfire storyline because I'm not sure exactly what's going on with that. But uh, she fucked some uh, sleazy white dude up, which was funny to watch. So uh, I'll keep watching it just because I pretty much watch anything. That's not Gotham, but it's... oh my god, have you seen Bane? Oh no! All right, don't get me started. I did. On that. I did. I called him uh, Mr. Freeze at the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I think I'm gonna hit my mark. I told a buddy of mine he looks like a rejected, um, a rejected villain from Running Man. Ooh, Ooh. 
a rejected villain from Meteor Man. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. that's good. That's good. Shout out to Robert Townsend being on the uh, Black Lightning. Yes. Happy about that. So, um, yeah. So, what else did I do? I have. I need to catch up with my comic books. I've got DC Heroes in Crisis loaded up to read. I've got Infinity Wars loaded up to read and all my normal stuff. Uh, I did fully catch up on Batman, though. I said that last time, but that was really good. Um, I think that's it, nerdy-wise. Um, so let's get into this news. Uh, Marvel hip-hop. Remember when Marvel did those hip-hop variants a couple of years ago? Yep, yep. Uh, they are actually partnering with Universal Music, and they're going to release vinyl collector's editions of the albums with the Marvel hip-hop album covers so uh yeah i will probably get these so the first three albums released in the series are 50 cents get rich or die trying ella cool j's mama said knock you out and, and liquid swords uh the marvel art album artwork for get rich or die trying was originally brian stelfreeze's variant cover the invincible iron man number one which is actually really good um so i don't know if you've got um, Devin, have you seen these yes i did i did so, so this is really dope, and a lot of people are getting back to vinyl. I got a record player, so I may cop some of these. Are any of you guys interested in it? I am, absolutely. Yeah. I have a few variants at the crib, so when those come out, I'll definitely be on some of those. Yeah, I mean, the LL Cool J, definitely, because, I mean, other than, I'm not trying to listen to 50 Cent, but, I mean, I'm good. The LL Cool J is basically the Punisher. The Punisher. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> um, I enjoy that a lot. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, my bad. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I don't even have a record player. For me, a lot of it has to do with, like, the artwork that they really put into this and the the effort that the artists really, um, when they took the uh, the old school covers and some of the new school covers and turned them into, like, comic book art. Like, that Miles Morales Illmatic one was oh yeah, yeah. was dope. And the uh, Jessica Jones one, I don't know the, the guy who does the cover for it, but I have that one above my um, my living room door. And it's, like, it's it's perfect. So I would love to have a bigger version of those to like kind of pin around the house. Yep. In the Black Panther Black Album one. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, did y'all hear about uh, Marvel firing the Star Wars writer, Chuck Wendig? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, this I think Marvel got this one wrong. Um, he wrote um, a blog piece to talk about what happened. And I'll just read some of the things that he said. It was long-winded, though. It was long-winded. But he said, uh, I got fired from Marvel, taken off of issue four and five of Shadow of Vader, and taken off an as-yet-announced Star Wars book. This might be a long thread, so I apologize in advance. Um, Then he said, to rewind a little bit, when Star Wars Aftermath came out, I assume most of you know, but maybe you don't, I put some elements in there, LGBT characters, that were not received well by a certain subset of fandom. That resulted in both a negative review campaign found across various Facebook groups and other worst places on the internet that began mounting the very minute the book dropped online. I was literally a midnight release of the book, and when I got done, there were already a pile of one-star reviews piling up, which seemed strange, obviously, and scary, too. I didn't understand what was happening at the time, uh, and as a caveat, obviously, I recognized that, yes, some people just don't like the book for the usual reasons, and people who hold those reasons are not to be lumped in with the rest of these people. Also started receiving tons of harassment. Harassment has gone on for years. Harassment has required me to contact local police and warn them the swatting attempts. Harassment of all corners of the internet. Here, Facebook, Reddit, YouTube. Some of it was bot stuff, obviously, or sock puckles, but some of it was pretty creepy and very personal. 
I didn't call a lot of it out or even highlight it, but it was there, sort of a constant background noise. Uh, so basically, he responded to these trolls, and Marvel didn't like how he was handling it on social media, and they got him up out of there. So, uh, what do you think about this story, Rich? I, I think just like with Gun, there, there's levels to it. Like with Gun, I I am completely with him when he says that it's bad. But you also have to acknowledge that when you read the totality of what he was saying, it was kind of like, I don't think I've ever joked that many times about pedophilia in a lifetime, let alone in like a couple hundred tweets. But with yeah. him, it was it was him stomping. On, like, it, it, I, I, and this is Brandon, knows, like Dave Meltzer runs into this issue a yes. lot, but he's a self-employed person. He uh, he's an editor publisher of the Wrestling Observer, and he gets a lot of stupid people that tweeted him and he punches down. And in his case, Wendig isn't the owner of Marvel. So when you punch down and enough people can kind of get up and say, you're bullying me, they're kind of right. putting a corner because Disney doesn't want the Disney wants to do the right thing as long as it's fiscally responsible. And right. so that's a weird place to be in. And I think given the subject matter of what he was doing with Vader, I was hoping he would kind of, you know, just let some of these idiots hang in their anonymity and just ignore them. But I get it. You know, I get it. When someone gets under your skin and they say something, you just want to fire back. And that's something, uh, unfortunately in this case, uh, their ability to, uh, create a tempest in a teapot cost this man his job and it sucks. Yeah, after uh, my girl uh, Jamel Hill left ESPN, she put out this tweet, and she was basically like, um, I don't work for the mouse no more, so if you come at me, I can say fuck you or whatever I want to say now. <coughs> because she didn't work for nobody no more. And Jamel Hill, like Bamani Jones talks about it all the time, because you see a lot of the trolls with him, because he responds back to them all the time. Uh, but he would always say, like, you guys have no idea the type of shit that Jamel gets uh, from these dudes. Uh, that hate her for another reason than her being a black woman. And uh, she used to talk back about her. And then when she did, like, Sarah Sanders and the president are bringing her up, and then she gets all this more hate and more hate, and she can't really come back because ESPN would get mad at her. And then now that she's on her own, that she's not doing that no more, she's like, I can say whatever the fuck I want. So this dude, just like Rich said, Marvel, they are they are better than most in their way of understanding uh, diversity and things like that, but they're still a, a public company. So sometimes they're going to take the side of just don't say anything, then understanding that what he's saying is right. Um, old man, where you got anything to say? Um, I actually agree with both your points. Uh, when you, one, when you say like it's a public corporation, but I also agree with them um, that they got it wrong. So my thing about this is I... My first uh, question was, how would they would how would they have reacted if this was Bendis and he was still working for them? How would they reacted if it was a writer or an artist who's bringing them in tons of money? Would they have done the same thing? So uh, it, I think this all comes down to money. Like I, Jamel Hill, like she has to protect her her job, so she can't say certain things. And I like the fact that now she's like, I don't work for the mouse anymore. So. You know, you want to catch these Twitter hands, you can catch them. Mm -hmm. So, I, from a business standpoint, the corporation, I kind of understand it, but I just wonder if this is a slippery slope where you're letting someone come at you and then they're screaming bully. Right. And that happens in a lot of contexts that we see. 
not just in this comic book thing, but we see that a lot on Twitter um, all the time now. So, I mean, it's kind of sad. I think he'll get another chance somewhere. And I think Marvel might even bring him back once this shit dies down, honestly. Um, because they, they do that type of stuff sometimes. Uh, but that, I mean, yeah, you look look at, um, what do you say, I'm Steph? looking on. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say they may not even want him back. He may not even want to go back after that. You know what I mean? How, why would you go back to someone who wouldn't, um, who doesn't have your back the first time around? You know what I mean? Like, at some point, like, we're, we live in a world where we can go right to the consumer. So if he starts writing and he becomes a bigger writer because of this incident, why would he go? Why would he take a step back where he can publish his own comics, he can publish his own books and make more, make money off of that and not have to be censored? So they may want him back in a year or so, but he might just be like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, that may be happening. Uh, Steph, did you say something? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Um... Did y'all see that they're making Harley Quinn basically old man Logan? Yeah. That is funny as shit to me. <laughs> because I actually enjoy the Harley Quinn book. It's hilarious to me. I also enjoy Harley and Poison Ivy's relationship because uh, it's very interesting. But they basically had him, her kill old ass Penguin <laughs> in this book, <laughs> which is uh, funny as shit. So uh, I just wanted to bring that up because... Um, Sometimes DC can copy Marvel, Marvel can copy DC, and it's trash. But this might actually be entertaining, so I'm actually gonna give it some shots. I'm here for it. Definitely here for it. Um, I saw I saw a couple of those, uh, the panels. I was like, oh man, that's fun. that that is funny. Um, one of Stephanie's favorite TV personalities, Megan Kelly, had to apologize for her <laughs> blackface comments. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> I, I saw the white tears. No. I saw the white tears. Oh, she couldn't even. She can't Man. squeeze a tear. She couldn't she, squeeze one tear. She jumped way out there too. Fake heifer. <laughs> it's like y'all didn't see. This is who she is. Hello, she the one screaming that Santa Claus is white. Get over it. And now she's like, I had no and idea. Jesus. You and are Jesus. full of. Yes, Jesus. Jesus is white. Santa Claus is white. Get over it. I didn't know. Blackface was okay. I didn't realize this was offensive. You are full of shit. And guess Yo. who they brought on there today? Roland fucking Martin. Child. <laughs> Did he have his ascot on? He have an ascot? Uh, probably that nigga. So listen. Maybe Yo. he had his Astros jersey on. Ah. This is what this she is said. Oh. oh, no, good. Good. Uh, now, Stephanie, where were you like three or four weeks ago when I posted on. Those those Australian dudes were um, in blackface, um, dressing like Serena Williams, and I posted on Facebook like, "Yo, it's wrong. I don't care who you are." And this one white dude came on there and was just going off about, "Well, I should be allowed to do it." I'm like, "You can go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead." But he was go just, ahead. and he was like, "Well, how can I dress like Michael Jordan?" And there's five black dudes telling him, "Nah, dog." And he was like, "Well, some black dudes are cool with it." I'm like, "You gonna drop the n bomb?" You know how you dress as Michael Jordan? You put on a Michael Jordan jersey. You just put on a jersey. <laughs> That's how you do it. Um, how do I dress like Superman? Do I put white paint on my face, or do I just put on a damn uniform? Y'all, uh, y'all love being woefully obtuse. I'm like, if I if I would be a black person, I have to darken my skin. I'm like, I don't have to do that if I want to be Wonder Woman. So this right. is what she said. What, what we're gonna have next? A white panther? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. No, no, he said that. No, he did say that. Yeah. 
Like, what is wrong with you? Y'all just, ugh. She said, what is racist? Because truly, you do get in trouble if you're a white person who puts on blackface at Halloween. Or a black person put it on white face for Halloween. One, I don't see that. Two, it's not the same. Black back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. Um, Megyn Kelly is forty-seven. Okay, Megyn Kelly is not ninety-eight years old. Where like in nineteen eighteen, blackface people just were putting that shit on everywhere. She's forty-seven years old. At no point in her goddamn life was blackface okay. He's Never. Older than me, I'm like. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> guys, listen, here, here's the deal. She and her friends, when they were little, all dressed up as Huck Finn and they had 57 N word gems. <laughs> yeah. hey. Yes, she wanted to dress up like Diana Ross. Diana Ross First of yes. all, Luann don't know shit about Diana Ross because when the fuck did Diana Ross have a fucking afro? See? You know, yeah. you know her by her long hair. Even mm-hmm. when her hair was short, it wasn't in an afro. It was just in a nice beehive. You fool! That's what happens when you think all black people got afros. And if I want to look like I'm from the '70s, I gotta put black stuff on my face in an afro because that's what black people are. You clown. That's nice. why. I, that's why it's fuck Rachel Dolezal. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, she take it all the way there. The same damn thing. I'm like, uh. Um, Girl, some, some notable Peyton things. Oswald tweeted, uh, he, he was like, tweeted, me and Megan Kelly are exact same age. And This was never okay. <laughs> never okay. <laughs> uh, some things coming on Netflix this this month. Uh, Cloverfield. Yo, before you say that, right? What? Did y'all see uh, Colbert last night? How they're saying that Netflix is trying to trick black people into watching these movies that I have no that black article. characters. Like, I'm Love like, actually what? had Idris Elba in it when he was only there for, like, half a scene. It wasn't uh, Idris Elba. Oh, no, who is it? She who was that guy? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, 12 Year Slave guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they had them on, like, for black people, if you were scrolling through, you would see those, the couple. I have and... never seen that. That's what I'm like, wait. Hey, yo, that's, that's, that's shitty, but that's kind of funny. It's good actually. shit, though. I'm like, yo, I'm <laughs> mad at you. Um, Cloverfield's coming on. Uh, Devin's mm-hmm. favorite, Deuce Bigelow, European Damn right. Bigelow. Uh oh. Doctor Strange, uh, Planet Hulk. Yeah. Scary movie two, movie. scary movie three. Sex in the City, the movie. Steph's favorite. Yeah, the better one. Don't watch the second one. It's problematic. Uh, it's uh, some Netflix originals. Um, oh god, uh, Patriot Act. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be awesome! I can't uh, wait to watch that. But it's it's uh I think it's talked about the Patriot Act. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so a bunch. Of, God, they got so many original series coming on. I can't imagine how much money they're spending. Uh, Narcos is coming back, November sixteenth. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, and the Princess of Power. Yay! The reboot, because you know all the people, all the dude comic book bros are mad about that because you know. Shira looks like a man now. That's what they were saying. This shit. Yeah, she. Well, well, why she? Why Shira can't look like she's gonna be on the main stage at the Lollipop Guild next week? <laughs> <laughs> um, the Chilling Adventure, Sabrina. So Devin and I are going on uh, the TV channeling podcast to talk about the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So we gotta watch that. Yay. Um. Uh, yeah. So you know, 
one thing I say about Netflix, they might be the evil empire, but I always get my money's worth. Yeah, oh, Netflix. Shit. Yeah, definitely, yo. Like, and I mean, Ozarks was so good. This, uh, this, the second season was so good. Um, there's a lot of great stuff on there. You just get lost on. Like their anime, they're pumping out is good. It's all quality anime, so I'm definitely happy with that. I'll, I'll stand for Voltron. I really do, because at first I was nervous. Because I remember the old one. I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good. And I'm like, this is so much better than the other one. You got to realize, that's 85 when nobody was telling good stories. So I know. Uh, and I'm like, this is such a good show. I'm like, why are people not watching this? I'm like halfway through the first episode because I'm trying to watch it with my son. Mm-hmm. And he, it's too much for him. He's like, this is, I, I need less story. I just want the old Voltron daddy. I was like, you can't be 40-year-old person. I'm the 37-year-old. You're the 6-year-old. <laughs> We can't be reversed right now. This is a Freaky Friday situation, <laughs> and I will not accept it. Um, Hashtag not my Voltron. He's out there like and angry tweets. <laughs> what? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the shit out of Disenchantment. What is yeah, that? What? I loved it. Yeah, I like literally with my wife, we fall asleep to that. Like, if we just need like background noise, you know, we put it on, and it's something about that show that makes me giggle, and it's also very soothing. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. The Simpsons got they they know uh they know how they got the formula, yeah. They got the blueprint. They do. Simpsons is long in the tooth, but I like disenfranchisement. Disenchantment. Whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, disenfranchisement. I, I was swear. like, well goddamn. I know. And they got they got uh what is it, they have three more seasons, I think? Because uh, they know that I saw recently just like on the ticker that they um got approved for three more seasons, so The Simpsons? No, um, Disenchantment. Oh, okay. Because, oh, okay. yeah, because when, did they say when the second season was coming? Some, probably sometime next year. Yeah, Voltron comes back in November, yeah. Voltron's right around the corner. Yay! And it's the final season, so, yeah. I know, I'm not happy about that. Yeah. Um, Netflix canceled Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Whew! That kind of came out of nowhere. A little bit. Um... <laughs> I wonder what uh, Loris Tyrell and Mr. You Can Be Transracial are going to (laughs) do. Listen, the last thing Mike Culture needs is more free time to be on the internet saying fuck shit. Silly shit. Well, you know, his wife just had a baby, so he'll be, you know, hopefully tied up with the baby. Let's hope for that. Um, But yeah. um, Why do y'all think he got canceled? Because, like, Disney, I mean, all the Marvel shit's going to go to the Disney online thing, probably. And you just gotta pull the plug of that shit early, so you're not, you know, in licensing infringement stuff. But they didn't cancel the other two. Yeah, yeah, they didn't cancel oh, Jessica that's and Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah. What do you think, Rich? Is Rich still here? Oh, he might. Uh, he might have got put on mute. Oh, he's on mute. Uh, oh man, wait. What do you? Why do you think he got canceled? Well, actually, if you want to know, you can Google Bam Smack Pal. Relax, Luke Cage fans. This isn't the end. And I'll give you all my answers there. Uh, yeah. Oh, you wrote something. I didn't know that. So, what you, oh, so you agree with me. <coughs> I think they're going to do Heroes for Hire. Heroes for Hire is an option. And it's also, but even if it, they don't put him in his own starring role, they, he's, hopefully one day will be with Jessica Jones. Um, he's friends with um, Daredevil. Like, so that he's not going anywhere. And right. even if he kind of pops in and out of life, they could throw him um, in an Avengers thing where Tony go, where one of whoever the rich person is after Robert Downey Jr. goes, oh, and oh, I hired one of my friends, 
and then Luke Cage comes out the sky. I'm not your friends. I'm just here for hire. You know what I mean? So he's Mike Colts is not going anywhere. He was people had their issues with him as Luke Cage, but he ain't going nowhere. I also think that him and Christian Ritter have much better chemistry than him and Rosario Dawson. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So by the way, I mean Christian Ritter is probably the best actor out of all of them. I mean Charlie Cox is decent, but I think she both of them are much higher actors than um, right. Finn Jones as far and as Mike Colton. Yeah. In my opinion, I, so yeah. I might go Misty. You say you're not gonna miss what? No, I said I, if I had to pick the best actor or performer out of them, I might go Misty Knight. She's great. Well, though. in season she one, she was really like good. not a good actor at all to me. Season two, oh, what she am I was talking about um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Excuse me. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, mm. yes. I was talking yeah. about the heroes, but yeah, like of course, yes, yes. <laughs> He's the best by far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, John Bernthal is good too, but um, yeah. I mean, Vincent D'Onofrio is like, uh, a legend, so there's that. Uh, what about Iron Fist? You think we're gonna see some more of him? Uh, yeah, Heroes for Hire. He the, the Heroes for Hire thing. Uh, he'll probably jump in and out of the Daughters of the Dragon show when that eventually pops up. Um, I don't think we're done with the Defenders, even though there was a thing like they took the Twitter page down. But I don't think we're done with the Defenders as well. Um, I also think that because people have been liking this Daredevil series so much, I think that that'll help uh, Marvel kind of try to. Um, Push, uh, push their um, characters back again, and they go, well, you see what we did with Daredevil, and he could be consistent. Maybe we just need a change. So I don't think any of them are going anywhere. Like if they, when Jessica Jones ends a few weeks later, they'll go, oh, that was the last Jessica Jones. They're canceling her, and they'll do the same thing with the Punisher because both of them are already either done filming or on almost done filming. So they can't say they're canceled, seeing as how they already have already spent the money on the shows. I also think that Marvel, I think I read an article that said they're not doing any more new um, series on Netflix. So, it's a good chance that you will see them on Disney Play. Absolutely. Mm. I think that is a very good chance uh, that you'll see that. Um, So, you know, I enjoyed Iron Fist Season 2. Season 1 was trash. Actually... It picked up by the end. It did pick up. I wasn't bad. It was. It didn't end bad. I, I enjoyed it. The showrunner is trash. Uh, it's the same showrunner that did Inhumans, that that oh. shitty show that we tried oh, yeah. to review. Uh, so maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we'll see them. Maybe Old Man Way is right. Um, let's see what else we got here. How do you guys sit through Inhumans? How do we sit through Inhumans? Yeah, I, we did. I watched the first. I we watched, watched the first, the first episode. few episodes, and then we stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen, last year's crossover of um, Crisis on Earth X was amazing. Yeah, was fucking yes. amazing. And this year, this Elseworlds looks like it's going to be great. I saw a picture of Oliver Queen in the flash suit, and he didn't even bother to shave his beard. So it's like bearded Flash is the fucking funniest thing in the world. They got uh Tom what I mean John Wesley Ship in the old fucking Flash suit from the nineties Flash in here. Like I don't know what the fuck they're doing with this Elseworlds shit, but I got a feeling it's gonna be good. If it's anything like last season, I think it's gonna be really good because that crossover was really, 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 really good. 
Jumping very well. I, I was in it. I was in for it. Uh, Rich, you back? Yep, I'm back. All right, cool. Uh, oh, before we go, what did you think about Iron Fist and Luke Cage getting canceled? Thanos getting everybody in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> it's uh, it's a shame, but like for me, out of the four, five, six, the strongest have been Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, Punisher, surprisingly, like I didn't know they could stretch Punisher out to a full series. Me either. And then yeah, Jessica and that's why they can't do season two. Are they doing a season two of Punisher? They, they yeah. are. Yes, they are. It's um February twenty nineteen, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Okay. Black uh, History Month. Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, yeah, he wears black uniform, so they can go with that. Okay. That's fair. I'll take it. What if the it. Punisher would? Oh, see, that's that. That's where I get too much of my that. I'm gonna nerd out. What if? What if uh, Bishop was the Punisher? <laughs> oh man, Bishop. Oh god. Did you see? First of all, did you see Bishop on that Rob Liefeld variant yeah. cover? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Why are they Cam letting Rob threw his phone from Texas at me? What did <laughs> they let Rob Liefeld write any do anything anymore? Oh my God! Um, oh Jesus Christ! I'm looking at it now. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It's the worst. Oh man. Um, Bob Barker is hospitalized. So mm. the 94 year old former host of The Price Is Right was suffering non life threatening injuries. So yeah, he's man, 94 man, years yeah. old, man. He be walking around that block every goddamn day. He tries to every I, goddamn. Every day. time I see this, I'm like, people are living older and older. Like. I just hope, like, in 40 years when I'm old, like, they got something. I, like, I don't know what it's going to be like in 40 years. What kind of life fucking saving shit they're going to have then? They're already 3D printing organs, so who knows? Yeah, that's true. Who knows? A um, little wrestling news because we got Rich and Old Man Wade on. I know Steph don't watch wrestling. Steph, do you know who Roman Reigns is? I've heard the name before. Oh, I'm glad you Is he said. married to one of the women that's one um uh, Total, Total, Divas. Total Divas? No, that's no, the Uso. That's the Uso. Oh, okay. I'm glad oh, you did because okay. you'd probably so go. Do yourself a favor. Google uh, Instagram Roman Reigns. Yeah, You'll you, be happy. You probably, Wait, yeah, is, he hot? is he a hot follow? Because you know oh, I'm all yeah. about the thirsty follows. He's he's shout out to Nefessa Williams because that's think, my boo. I think you'll enjoy following him. He's a pretty man. My yeah. wife calls him a pretty man. Roman Reigns had to relinquish. Ooh, the lips. Ooh. <laughs> oh boy. So, My bad. See, That's what we're here for. This trying is what we're to be for. serious, and we got welcome to the Roman Empire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roman had to release uh, relinquish the Universal Title on Monday when he announced that he has that his leukemia has uh, come back. So he was diagnosed with leukemia 11 years ago. Uh, he got into remission pretty quickly, uh, but he was just informed that it's uh, come back out again. So that was really sad, um, a really sad day. I was just on Richard's show. We didn't really talk about Roman this time that much. No. Um, but it's interesting that this comes up because one of the things I want to say about this is, um, and this is not to shame anybody who was a Roman hater, but – one of the criticisms that I heard a lot about Roman Reigns is that Roman never had to deal with any struggles in his life, and he got mm-hmm. everything given to him, and he was the chosen one from day one. And in some sense, that's true. But 
here's the thing that I, I say that I haven't heard a lot of people say. When you think about this, this dude did not. This dude who's been getting as supposed to be portrayed as the top hero on the show, the best, the top babyface. He has a built-in story to get people to cheer him. Like, if Roman Reigns would have told this story at any point in time during his push, the people would have cheered him. Or if, some, if, yep. they, if it would have been told for him, at least like by the company or something. He did not tell anybody this. The company didn't tell anybody this. And he kept this within without bringing it up. Um, and it shows that that dude did persevere through a lot of shit that most people can't persevere through. Right. And... I don't think it's possible for this dude to get booed ever again. Like not to, not to put this in the business sense, the WWE business sense, but this is the biggest baby face turn you could ever do for Raymond Reigns. If he if he beats this, which is first and foremost, so he can be with his family and his kids, and but he gets to come back to a wrestling ring, he will be the top baby face. Like there is no there is no booing Roman Reigns anymore. Oh um, no! Are you serious? Well, you don't can think I so? Get close. People are trash. That so you true. think people are going to boo him still? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Absolutely. What do you think, nah, I, I think the people that are going to do it are going to be the people, especially now, if he comes back, they're going to be the people that you would, like, throw in a trash can anyway if you were at a show. Yeah. Like, it's going to be the dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, though. That is true. That's but it's not going to be the, like, you got, you got it's like um, uh, the Family Guy episode where they made, it was Family Guy and South Park where they made like it's finally okay to make nine eleven jokes. Like he that the guy who makes that joke two years after nine eleven isn't gonna get the laughs the guy ten years after. Same thing with Roman. Like when he comes back, if you are the dude like boo, you're gonna get browbeat out of existence. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I know you're probably gonna talk about this this weekend, Rich. But uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I, I liken it to John Cena when he tore the peck off his. Uh, the, the pec muscle off the bone and broke his neck and they thought he was going to be out a year and a half and then he showed up and, at the Rumble in New York and everybody lost it. I think that's going to happen with Roman, you know, if he got willing, if he gets back out of this because to me, I've always argued on my show or anytime Wade would have me on or talking with Bruce, he needed to come to Jesus moment with a crowd where he either tells them to F yes. off or he, and this was it. And the second he was like, I'm not going to talk to you as Roman. I'm going to talk to you as Joe, a dude who had leukemia. Like, even there was one one dude you heard that was like, boo. Uh, and like, you could hear the <laughs> boo. Like, he choked on his boo, like, mid-boo. And he was like, leukemia. He was like, shoot, man, I was saying boo words. I was saying boo words. Some <laughs> kid looking at him, like, flipping him off. Uh, but, yeah, I think this is something where, like, hopefully, like you said, the big thing is his family. The big thing is his health. But he is now going to be. I would say 85 because he's right. There's going to be a lot of people, that, but 85% of the people when he come back are going to be happy to see him. Yeah. Now, I hope WWE isn't stupid enough to be like, let's get heat. Let's make oh, heat on you that. know, if this was WCW, that's what would have happened, right? Right. If this, if this was Vince Russo, you know where to trick we him? We got to get heat, bro. But, yeah. <laughs> How about he turns on someone when he comes back? Uh, what about you, old man? What do you think about this? Um... It was funny. I had a conversation with my wife that morning and I told her about it. She goes, I thought you didn't like Roman. I was like, yeah, but as someone who creates and is trying to follow a dream, I was like, I feel sad for a guy who really put his all into something Thanks. and having like an illness, like come back and like really hit him like that. So like, I did a little, I did a small amount of research and found out that he was dealing with this, like he beat, I guess, like 11 years ago, which is sad. And 
unfortunately, if I'm going to be morbid about this, it's never the good people who survive things like this. You know what I mean? It, 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 um, it's it's a sad thought to think that he could die from this. Right. Let, like yeah. I don't care. Like his career is, is whatever. Like the WWE will take care of him, whether it's commentating, whether it's training, or whatever. He'll always have a job. He'll always be taken care of. But like if he passes away, he's got two daughters and a wife. He has to think about. He has a big family that like really love him. Um, and that's that's just his immediate family. That is like his extended family, like the wrestlers who really like Roman. Not Roman. Um, Seth Rollins. Couldn't keep, couldn't even keep his emotion in, and they're like, you know what I mean? This is somebody he's only known for what maybe uh, eight years, and like yeah. it was watching um, Dean Ambrose keep his poker face, even though his eyes were bloodshot red, mm-hmm. like speaks volumes to the type of person like Roman Reigns was when you when he oh. was on. It's, it's... <laughs> oh man, I wanted to say one thing about that too. The thing I thought about when I saw Dean up there that messed me up was. Y'all remember when he did the Steve Austin podcast and Steve was trying to get to the fact that, uh, and I apologize for those of you who aren't wrestling fans in the group right now, uh, one of the wrestlers who was Roman Reigns, like one of his best buddies in the back, is a wrestler from Cincinnati and his mom was like drug addicted. He was on hard drugs as a teenager and he went through a life that was hell basically. And Steve Austin was trying to get him to be like Oprah and open up and cry on national television. And the dude wouldn't break. He didn't want to talk about it. No. Didn't want to think of it. Like, how messed up? This dude had the worst life possible. And he, at some point, you could see, had been crying yeah. for this guy. Yeah. It broke him. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's a, it's, it's sad, man, because like, it, just from a, just from a humanity standpoint, like, you know what I mean? Like, having to go through that and like, there's no WWE like don't break character when you're talking about him. When you had a um, uh, Braun Strowman saying like you know this isn't Braun Strowman, this is whatever his real name is talking. Like you know what I mean like they're risking like you know obviously like kayfabe or whatever because people still think wrestling's real, but they're risking like you know tons of money like breaking character to talk about this guy and like say that like he was a good person in you know if you believe in it keeping him keeping him in your thoughts and prayers. So it's it's just sad that it's like a good this would happen well to anybody in general, but especially someone who's regarded as a good person. Yeah, and uh like Paul Heyman came out later in the show. And you can that tell guy. that Paul Heyman like likes this dude. Like by mm-hmm. his promo. Like he was just, like his whole like you can tell like he likes this dude and for all accounts Roman's a good dude, like Joe's a good dude. So like we just I just wish the best for him and um like I thought that segment was one of the saddest segments, but also yeah, like, it was real though. Like, like people compared it to Daniel Bryan's retirement speech, and that was know. sad for a different reason. But it's not the same, right? Like it, it just right. it wasn't. It's, it's not the same. Life, right? So uh, I hope he gets re- gets well. And um, uh, really quick before we move on, business wise, Rich, do you see them keeping the belt on Strowman or? What do you think is going to happen there? I think at some point the money's going to be in Roman's uh, two buddies being in the title picture, probably by WrestleMania, like Seth versus Dean for the title. And I That's think good. keep an eye on uh, my my dude, the big old uh, Scotsman, because I think yes. that Drew McIntyre is just... Yeah, it's his time. It's, it's definitely, he's, he's building... Because remember, he was Roman before Roman was Roman. He was yep. a dude that Vince McMahon at age 22, not only in the back, but on television, like, this is my chosen one that's going to be a champion. And he flamed out. 
and came back, got some hair in his chest, literally, and is mm-hmm. just a big old. And you could, you, I would say he's probably another one that you could add to your follows on Instagram because uh, that's a big dude. That's a he's dude a that works out. He's, yeah, he's, Wait a minute, who he looks following? like one of those Irish spring commercials. His name is Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, yeah, you were like Drew McIntyre. Okay. <laughs> like, like he he brings you like the '80s taco meat on your chest and mm-hmm. uh, Fabio hair, which is dark. It's cold black, and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll dig it. Ooh, and he's got an accent, style. so if you watch one of his videos, you can listen to his accent. Yeah, he's a Scotsman. <laughs> it's like Boondock Saints stretched out the oh, success. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he got muscles. He got muscles. Hey, he hey, got hey, muscles. hey, hey. I hey, like big things. Okay. I'll give you one more. Uh, Finn Balor. That's yes. my guy. Oh, yeah. You would like Finn. He's kind of small, Finn, though. I'm all about it. He might be too small for stuff, but he is ripped. Um, A L O R. Yes. Finn Balor forever. Yep. He put out a. He put out a tweet slash Instagram post a couple yeah. of week a couple of days ago where he was like dinner time, and I could I lost track of the number of men and women who just fell into his thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Let me people, go find that right now. Boop, boop, boop. People like that. While Stephanie's being thirsty. Um, <laughs> Vin- I don't know why you you're surprised. You knew what the hell I you know. signed up for. Hillary Clinton uh, had a comment about Vin Diesel and The Rock. Pass. Boy. <laughs> she said, in the end, everyone is better off when they're able to look past what divides them and work together. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Hillary what? going on the Colbert what? show trolling. <laughs> I thought it was funny. She's trolling people. Listen, she is it's not like shit. Vin Diesel running out here pretending like he ain't going to be selling his movies to the South and complaining about it later. Uh, all right, so I know everybody's got to go in 15 minutes, so let's screw, uh, quickly go through these movie ones. Uh, the 10 best Bruce Willis movies of all time, according let's to some random it. website. Uh, all right, uh, number 10, <laughs> Death Becomes Her. Anybody? Anybody? Wow. I love, I love that, that movie. Yeah. I can't fight it. I can't fight it. Yeah, It's, it's hilarious. He's like the worst so abusive good. husband ever. Yep. And Meryl Streep's in that, so, you know. Why are you breathing like that? Uh, the last Boy Scout. Yippee ki yay! Version <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, Looper. Never That's saw Looper. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I had an issue with was the the twist and how to explain uh, it. I wasn't a fan. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of that. Uh, Unbreakable. Yeah. Yep. yep. Number. Okay. Yes. Yes. Good. Maybe too long. Yep. Uh, Fifth Element. Yep, yeah, even with the stupid blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, that blonde hair was ridiculous. Yeah, maybe too high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, Twelve Monkeys. Okay. Uh. No. Okay. Six Cents. Yes. Mm-hmm. That started the M Night Shyamalan ding dong. M Night Shyamalan. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Yes. Yes. Fair. That freaking gimp. Yeah. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Never seen, okay. never seen never that. seen it. It's a uh, Wes Anderson, so and of course Die Hard. By the way, we talked about this on the show, but they're making another Die Hard. Wait, how come they didn't list any of the other Die Hards? That's interesting. 
I'm have... a little annoyed that they didn't list Hudson Hawk. Yes. Or uh, uh, what was the one he did? We was the basically for some reason he was in a 1920 town, but had like a Beretta from 1986. Uh, <laughs> oh God, it was great. He he basically played like a, a Ronin, essentially. And oh God, they're doing another Die Hard called McLean. It should be an uh, origin story. Let it be an origin story of him in high school. And no, he, it's uh, him as like 66-year-old John McClane. Oh, my oh, God. He's like supposed to be the same age. Um, Shazam. You know oh, go ahead. Wait. I was going to say, do yourself a favor. There's a thing on YouTube where you find out how many John McClane's it would take in order for him to survive all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might check that out. That's actually good. Um... Shazam is about to do some reshoots. People hope that they're going to get a Superman cameo. Uh, Henry Cavill's done. I don't think he's doing that shit. Aww. I mean, he might if he has to. But I, Henry I, Cavill going to be like Brock Lesnar. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it starts with seven zeros. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Just for me to put the suit on, to get me in makeup chair. And they got put on a bunch of, lo- they put like a bunch of Jimmy John's logos on his um, Superman cape too. <laughs> yeah. Eat, sleep, kryptonite, repeat. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of origin stories, Rich might enjoy this. They're making a SpongeBob SquarePants origin story movie. Why in the hell are they doing that? I will Gritty reboot. Gritty reboot. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah. In, yo, in Lux, away from all the kids, telling kids to shut the fuck up and watch my SpongeBob movie. It's a wonderful SpongeBob be the first of the SpongeBob SquarePants feature films not to be animated by Rough Jeff Korea, the South Korean animation studio that worked on a TV show. Instead, it'll be animated by another studio. Uh, this will also be a full CG animation film. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. Okay. No, you had me, but then you lost me really quickly. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we get a SpongeBob origin story, guys. Um. Yeah. By the way, his last movie, the second movie, uh, grossed $323 million. It was good. I, I like both movies. Yeah. Um, uh, every week we do this. So there's more move, There's more news from the Joker movie. Um, <laughs> apparently they cast a young Bruce Wayne and Alfred. I don't know why. You know, you, know you can just pass, right? <laughs> we can- you know, we can move on to Final Jeopardy. We don't have to talk about that. that movie. Damn, yeah. Stephen looks like she got hit with the Joker gas, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yo, can, I, can I go to rant real quick? Yes. Okay. We all like Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We all think he's going to be an amazing. Okay, he's going to put on an amazing performance, right? I right. think he will. Yes. Does anybody need a fucking Joker origin story? No, absolutely not. We Isn't talk- part of his mystique, like, the fact that we don't know who he is and, like, where he came from and why he is who he is? And if we're going to go a step further, didn't we kind of get the origin story in The Killing Joke? Kind of, but The Killing Joke was trash to me. No, not the movie. I'm talking about the comic book. Yeah, the, co- yeah, the comic was trash to me. Oh, we can have that, we can have that conversation on the show. Yeah, we'll uh-huh. have that. <laughs> But yo, straight up and down, this seems like a stupid idea. It's going to gross a lot of money like every other DC comic book movie does. And then, as my uncle, oh, my uncle always said... Well, hold up. Not everyone. Justice League didn't really gross anything. Uh, fair enough. But my uncle always says, pay attention to the week two numbers. Week one, the numbers are going to be number one in the box office. 
and week two, it'll be a dumpster fire. But see, this is what they do. They try to trick you. It's being directed by Todd Phillips, who did War Dogs. They got Joaquin Phoenix. They got Brett Cullen, Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz are all in this movie. Robert De Niro? Ro- they got Robert De Niro to sign up <laughs> for a comic book movie. Oh <laughs> well, you know, I can't really say too much. He he made Meet the Fockers, so. Uh, listen, I'm not going to let you sit here and talk about. And, but, but see, yeah. Brandon, that's the thing. You, We're doing all this talking, and it's like we're sidetracking the fact that, like, they mentioned War Dogs. Todd Phillips is the king of, like, 30 to 40-year-old comedies. Yes. And... Yeah. All of the people involved are comedians, mm-hmm. and then Robert De Niro and Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. Yo, so we gonna have you know like young young Bruce Wayne out here like looking like he's about to fall down a flight of stairs and be all anemic and whatnot. And I wouldn't be surprised if in the third act John C. Riley plays him. <laughs> oh, that is good. My oh, favorite man. movie of all time—not the best movie, but my favorite movie—is Meet the Parents. And I really enjoy Robert De Niro being funny, yeah. but I don't. I don't think this movie. I I don't. I don't know. I think they just need to shut the fuck up. Basically, just DC just needs to shut up and oh, give me shut the fuck up. Huh? If, oh, listen, no. I like that, Greg. That. I like that joke. So if um, Aquaman comes out and it's good, and then oh, Shazam God. comes out and it's good, then I'll I'll entertain some of these stories. I think Wait, is Shazam high. coming out? I, I thought Shazam was like that marriage you're never gonna have when you get engaged to somebody so, for like 13 years. Shazam <laughs> is uh, wrapped up. They're doing reshoots now, what? so yeah, it's all done. So they're just doing oh. reshoots and editing. Oh. Devin, what are you doing? The fact that it is breaking up, but it sounds so great by Devin making <laughs> yeah. that noise is so classic. Um, last story. Uh, who the fuck knew yeah. that there was a Pokemon movie coming out next month? What? I did not. I had no idea there was a Pokemon movie coming out next month. There's a Pokemon movie coming out next month called The Power of Us. They oh released the full trailer to recently. Uh, and it picks up where last year's rebooted I Choose You left off. It promises to feature the legendary two names of Pokemon. I don't know because I only know the first 150. <laughs> I don't know the rest of these Pokemons. Um, so, yep. I mean, I'll be in for a Pokemon. Um, I'll be in for a Pokemon uh, live action film. If it's casted well, done well. At least just to laugh at. Um, I don't know why I have an echo. But, uh, all right. So, before we get out of here, uh, Rich, what do you got coming up on the deep dive this week? Um, this weekend, we're going to be doing a preview with Alan Cunahan from The Torch with me on uh, Evolution, the pay-per-view. Um, and then uh, talking a little bit about Roman. And for the most part, I'm trying to keep it focused on uh, Evolution. Originally, I had scheduled Ciara and uh, Bree, two uh, black women wrestling fans. But it pisses me off that there's been so much kind of like the star wars there's been so many negative tweets that they've received that they really don't feel comfortable going on because they don't want people blowing are up you the serious right when it's died down. That sucks. Yeah. oh my god because they were like hey can we not slut shame the divas can we like just appreciate all the women wrestling like, well actually you know they slut shamed themselves by uh being women 
in 2018. <laughs> so uh, why don't you just enjoy it, Skirt? And that's basically the tweets they've been receiving for the past month. Can and I? So, how vulgar can I be on here? Do it. Go ahead. Um, there's a bag of unwanted dicks. All of them can suck. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm keeping that in my back pocket for a rainy day, sir. That's awesome. Um. All right. So yeah, check out the PW Torch livecast, the deep dives every Saturday, 6 p.m. live on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, and if you're a VIP, if you love wrestling, join VIP on the PW Torch. Uh, you can hear Rich on the East Coast Cast after show. Uh, well, VIP after show with Travis Bryant. Uh, the VIP, his co-host on the East Coast Cast, Cameron Hawkins, is going to be on our show next Thursday to Yay. recap Evolution, the first all-women's pay-per-view in WWE history, and to talk about all the nerd stuff. So make sure you check them out on the PW Torch. Uh, oh, man, Wade, what, what happened on your show this week? Uh, this week we will be hopefully if we can actually get um get a chance to record we're gonna start we're gonna uh, me and Harvey are gonna talk about the misconceptions on what it's like when you move in with your significant other uh, like you know the the misconception that your like your freedom is gone you can't do things like that but we're also gonna touch on some things that are true that like you'll never see your hoodies ever again uh, your t-shirt <laughs> your t-shirts belong to your wife and things like that but um. We're gonna we're gonna go in and really gonna discuss a lot of stuff because you know how it is. Sometimes a guy is like, "Oh, if I move in with my girl, everything's gonna gonna mess up." It's actually a pretty good thing. It's best decision I ever made. Yep, Steph. What about you? So my episode came out this week. I was joined by Asa from Lithium to Lashes, and we discussed a lot. We talked about forgiveness and why it's not a light switch. We talked about Ray Caruth. Cardi B, and some other stuff. Cardi. Yeah. So Cordy, definitely Cordy. go listen to the Mocha Menace podcast, Old Man Wade podcast, the Deep Dive livecast. Uh, follow Rich at Rich, uh, Rich underscore fan, right? Correct. Rich underscore fan. Yep, yep. Uh, Stephanie has Sunny quote you. Quote that. Twote or that. you that. And <laughs> Old Man twote. Wade is Mark. Uh... I, see, I forget all these. I'm being a bad host. What's yours? Mark A.W. Lynch. Mark A.W. Lynch. Yes, I, I'm being a bad host. Uh, Devin's social media hiatus is almost up. So I'm excited about it. At I'm some be point, he'll be streets. back in the social media game. He's giving it up. He gave up. Back to narcotic. his fuckboy shenanigans. You yep. better believe it. So he'll be back soon. <laughs> Uh, and you can follow us on uh, Twitter. We follow me on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Uh, you can follow the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast app. Leave us a five star review; it helps us out a lot. Uh, Old man Wade requested this song. Rich doesn't know it's coming. <laughs> he probably hasn't heard it in a long time. But this is going to be the outro. We'll talk to you guys later, and talk to you next week. You, you love so good to me.